Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Rough day at the office. You can say that. You're making a mess. It's your dad and me. You are our baby from the moment of conception. We are paying you to be a perfect instrument of corporate policy. We are an abortion provider. I can't be a part of this anymore. Everything that they told us is a lie. That is a scene from this new movie, this pro-life movie, an American-made pro-life movie, which is ruffling feathers uh, on this side of the border as pro-choice activists try to get it shut down. This is a a short scene out of uh, Unplanned, which they believe is nothing more than um, unsubstantiated propaganda. This is a fictional story based on a true story. version of life events about an abortion worker who would witness something in her job that would turn her uh, pro-life. And we talked about this on the show last week from the pro-choice stance. But over the weekend, uh, I started, of course, noticing the chief of staff and a number of liberal MPs to Trudeau tweeting out a warning that this movie's proof that Andrew Scheer has a, a backdoor, you know, uh, plan a hidden agenda to remove abortion rights, and this movie proves it. And then, of course, they all started uh, parroting that somehow a differing opinion on abortion is somehow a sinister agenda. So let's get the other side of this. Let's bring in Abby Johnson. She's an anti-abortion activist, a former clinic director for Planned Parenthood, whose 2010 memoir is now adapted into this film, Unplanned. She joins us now. Hi, Abby. Hi, thanks for having me on. Let's start from the beginning, uh, just for background. So you were working at a clinic. You're, you were pro-choice. What was it, without giving the whole movie away, but what was it about your experience there that changed you from one side to the other? Well, you know, honestly, um, there were a few things that had concerned me um, over the last year that I was there. Um, one was that we were going to be building the largest abortion facility in the Western Hemisphere, second largest to China. Um, it was going to, it is currently operating in Houston, Texas, which was uh, the affiliate that I worked for. And uh, we were going to be performing abortions on uh, fetuses that were uh, into six months gestation. And for me, as someone who is pro-choice, and I think most people who are pro-choice do have a line in the sand where they say, you know, most pro-choice people I know say, okay, at the point of viability, that's too far. And, uh, but that was my line in the sand as well. But here we were going to be um, performing abortions into that that stage of viability. So that was sort of the first thing that that caused concern. Um, Another thing also was uh, I was called into a budget meeting where I was instructed that we were going to be doubling our abortion quota, a certain number of abortions that we had to sell to women coming into our facilities. 
And um, for me, as someone who truly believed that the goal of our facility, our, our mission was to keep abortion safe, legal, and rare, um, I was very concerned that, number one, we had a quota to begin with, and number two, that I was being asked to double it. Um, and so ultimately, though, I ended up leaving in October of 2009 after witnessing an ultrasound-guided abortion procedure. Ultrasounds are not typically used during the actual abortion procedure in the first trimester. We had a visiting physician come in from out of town who explained that, of course, using uh, the ultrasound so that the physician can actually see what's what's happening in the uterus while he's performing surgery is safer. He explained that that was the standard type of abortion procedure that he utilized at his own private practice facility. And he thought it would be a good learning experience uh, for us to witness. And so I was called in. Uh, I am not a nurse. I'm not a doctor. I'm a therapist by education. Um, and was not usually in the room for abortion procedures, but was often called in um, whenever an extra set of hands was needed anywhere in the clinic, and he needed someone to hold the ultrasound probe on the woman's abdomen so that he would be able to actually visualize the fetus during the abortion. Um, and I, I watched really in shock um, as I saw this fully formed 13-week-old fetus, um, what appeared to move away from the abortion instruments that would would soon uh, take its life. And um, I knew then that, you know, I, I just, I could no longer support this organization. I could no longer be a part of abortion anymore. Um, I didn't immediately become, you know, some pro-life activist. I um, left quietly when Planned Parenthood found out that I had left and found out that I was uh, no longer in support of abortion. They actually took me to court to, um, they attempted to get a gag order against me so that I wouldn't be able to talk about my experiences and the things that I had witnessed inside of the abortion clinic. And uh, that failed in court. And uh, that, though, is what actually gathered, or that's what garnered media attention was when they took me to court. Because when they took me to court, Planned Parenthood sent a press release out to the Associated Press. So it got them attention. Them. Right. Let, let me let me step yeah. in there. What do you say to the critics, though, that will say this is nothing more than unsubstantiated propaganda? Um, you know, that this is this is fueling information that is not... Um, you know, necessarily correct, but it runs too much on emotion, not enough on the science. I mean, it's it's my experience. So it's what I saw. It's my experience. Um, I mean, people can say whatever they want to about people's experiences, but I know what I saw. I know what I witnessed. And I run an organization that helps other abortion clinic workers leave their jobs. And we have more than 500 other former abortion workers, many who have witnessed these same sorts of procedures that are corroborating my story, that are saying, yes, 
That's exactly what I saw, too. That's exactly what takes place during these ultrasound-guided abortions. Um, you know, it's, I mean, people have to believe that my story is false. People who are pro-choice have to believe that my story is a lie because if it's not a lie, then what they are having to admit is that what is potentially taking place in the womb during an abortion is inhumane, that it's painful, and that it is taking the life of a human being. And so and that's too much to admit. So, of course, the natural response is to say, well, that person is lying, instead of themselves saying, you know what, I'm just going to go watch the film and see what this film has to say, and then I'm going to make my own decision. They don't want to make an educated decision. They want to to listen to those who would call me a liar instead of making up their own mind and making their decision. Look, I watch pro-choice films all the time. I always want to know, I always want to learn different perspectives. I want to hear different people's experiences. It doesn't mean it's going to change my mind. I'm not going to be pro-choice again, but I don't want to live in an echo chamber. I want to actually hear from other people who are on the other side of this issue. So the fact that people are trying to shut down this film because they disagree with it tells me that they only want to hear from people that have their perspective. They want to live in that bubble. They want to live in that echo chamber. And that's truly sad. And it is truly, that is the exact definition of what it is to be closed-minded. Well, it certainly is a political issue because what is happening in the United States is coming over the border here as far as the fear, even though, you know, politicians on the conservative side have said we're not opening this issue and I don't expect that they will open this issue. But it is going to become an issue uh, and is an issue now in in our election because of shutting down facilities on your side of the border. Um, and, And so I think a lot of people are concerned that that movement will happen up here as well. And you say what to them? Well, I think there's a lot of misunderstanding and misinformation about why clinics are closing here in the United States. The reason that clinics are closing here in the United States primarily is because these facilities are failing to um, increase safety and health codes for the women who are coming in to have abortions. So they are actually making the decision to shut their doors instead of upgrading their facilities to a safer standard of care for women, a traditional standard of care for women inside of every other type of medical facility. So that is the primary reason that these facilities are closing. Um, It's not because necessarily of, you know, that we're regulating abortion away we are saying, look, many of us are saying, look, if you're going to perform abortions, then what you are saying, what the pro-choice movement has always said, is that abortion should be accessible and that it should be safe for women. So if you truly want it to be safe for women, then make sure that your physicians have admitting privileges to hospitals. Make sure that you have emergency carts in your facilities that you can take care of patients that have complications after an abortion. Make sure that you have proper things in place so that you can actually pass a health inspection when an inspector comes in. They're choosing not to do those things, and they are instead choosing to close their doors. 
Well, without question, it is a, an issue. It's getting a lot of attention. And I know Cineplex Odeon has spoken out in support and said whether we agree with it or not, we're, just, we're not going to censor it. So it is going to be seen here, and we will uh, we'll continue watching and see what the reaction is. Abby, thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. That is Abby Johnson. So she is the center or the um, the character, if you will, at the center of this movie that if you don't want to go see it, don't go see it. It's as simple as that. You're on point on Global News Radio.